You're listening to Over the Breakfast Table. Welcome back to Over the Breakfast Table. Week 21. Here we go. Let's do it. Ellie's not, be, Ellie's not gonna be able to make it today, but uh, we still got three. As you guys know, the show does go on. So, uh, Ari, let's start with you. Let's get a quick recap of last night's game. Yeah, so Virginia against Texas Tech. Two def- great defensive teams, obviously. So, I saw the over-under total was just 118, which is crazy for any game, especially even college. And you saw, even, even without the overtime, hit the over easily. And it just goes to show anything goes in college, which everyone knows. The fact that Texas Tech was even in it, some will say is a surprise. But, I mean, you know, there's always that saying, defense wins championships. So... Two of, the, two of the best defensive teams made the championship. I guess the better one won. Virginia, the number one seed. And it's got to be one of the best stories ever told in college basketball that that uh, Virginia losing to the worst team, UMBC, last year, and then going ahead and winning this year. I saw a comparison there was with Tony Dungy being the one seed, losing to the Steelers in the first round of the playoffs, and then the next year going out in 2006 and winning the Super Bowl against the Bears. I saw that. I like that the comparison. It's just, it just, it's just great because... You go out the last year, you lose in the first round to the worst team. You come back more motivated, more eager to win, and you win the championship. It's a great storyline. Unbelievable. Yeah, I got to say, uh, Texas Tech really surprised me um, because it, that they brought the game in overtime because they're playing against a Virginia team who has maybe four guys who can be drafted this year. And I, I think it was really impressive that they were stay, able to stay in the game even with uh, Terry Owens having a very bad game. He, he cut with that leg injury. Um, he had he fouled out and only had three points, which was disappointing from him. But they were still able, and Culver didn't do so well. So they're they're still able to stay in the game with uh, guys like Francis and Edwards. And I was really impressed by them. Moretti. Moretti. Yeah. Uh, bottom line, I think it was just the battle of the best two players on the team, meaning Culver against um, DeAndre Hunter, and DeAndre Hunter won the matchup. DeAndre Hunter was unbelievable. Tied the game late in the game with that with that two from the corner, uh, he really stepped up and I, I think he was the one who won them in the game. Really played well. Kyle guy was great and all, but I think DeAndre Hunter was the X factor. Played really well. Exactly. Okay, let's go to the NBA real quick. Um, things really winding down. We got two days left tonight and tomorrow night. Guys, what do you, what do you think is gonna happen with the last couple seasons? Right. East? You saw last seed a couple years ago. DeAndre DeAndre Russell playing for the Lakers. And they traded him due to his lack of leadership and the Lakers looking for a leader. And you see this year, D'Angelo Russell having obviously the best year of his career, one of the best years, and to maybe top 10 this year in the NBA of all, sorry, top 10 this year of every player. So you see like what the Lakers are seeing now, like, wow, we obviously missed out on that talent. And he, I think he's more motivated after what he saw, like, Oh, like we want a leader. Like now, I, w- I want to be a leader. He wants to lead the whole team. He wants to lead into obviously a championship. I don't think it's gonna happen this year. Possibly in the future, the Nets have a bright future with that team, the young core, with him, Joe Harris, everything, Jared Allen, and then talking about the Heat. You know, it it will be definitely tough for them to make in the playoffs at this point. They're gonna have to win out. And they gotta get some help from the Hornets and the Pistons. Mm-hmm. It's definitely gonna be tough, but it's, yeah, it's doable. It's doable. For yeah. sure, it's doable. Uh, really upsetting call Sunday against the Raptors. Uh, ref blew the whistle a little too early, and the Heat started their formation and their play, their inbounds play. And then he didn't hand in, he didn't hand in the ball for another five seconds, so it was chaos from there. Uh, really tough to see. D Wade was devastated after the game. 
Um, everyone's just hoping he can make the playoffs this year as last round. Be really special. Uh, moving on to baseball here. Yeah, pretty crazy. Um, Want to talk about the Cubs a little bit. Cubs with this really awful start. Ari, what did you say about that? Yeah, they did win yesterday, but still that's only their, I don't know, second or third win this year. Yeah, third win. Thir- three and seven. Mm-hmm. This is very uncharacteristic of the Cubs. You saw the past couple of years they've been uh, – They've been winning World Series. They won the World mm-hmm. Series 2016. 2016. They've been in the playoffs. They're, they're looking like the 2012-2013 Cubs, where <laughs> they have less than 50 wins in a season, honestly. It's it's a little frightening for that organization. There, so much expectations with all the young players and all their exceptional talent with Rizzo, Bryant, Baez, Contreras, and the pitching. The pitching has been letting them down. You know, you, they signed you Darvish last year. He's been disappointed from the start. He's been he, he was basically injured the entire year last year comes back this year and then he throw, he throws seven walks in two and a third and then you can't you can't you can't have a starting pitcher giving seven walks in two and a third and it's not you can't win a game like that right but i think it's still too early to write them off you look at a team like the red sox also crazy terrible start struggling mightily early on in the season here um just this can happen you, also a team like the dodgers which come out red hot like it's just crazy how some of these teams can start out red hot some of them can start out Ice cold. It's just there's, the way it um, happens. Yeah. There's so so far, there's been a lot of surprises. Um, how teams started. The Yankees uh, are starting to win some games now, but they started off a few games under 500, and right now they're a game over 500. They're um, 500. Five five, now they're 500. Um, we uh, the Cubs, which we just talked about, are doing bad. Houston's not doing what they should be doing. Um, and we got teams like Seattle, who they were supposed to have an off year this year. Because of trading away their whole team, they have like 30 new guys on the roster, and they're they're like nine and two, nine three, right. and um, it's so surprising. Some of these uh, and the Rays, who some t- uh, most people thought would be uh, pretty good this year, a little over 500, um, are starting off the year red hot. And yeah. also shout out to the to the NL East and the Mets. Look at them playing great baseball yeah. right now. Uh, that's pretty exciting for New York fans. And the Yankees playing well. Yankees are starting to hit their stride, especially with all these injuries. It's been pretty rough early on, but uh, they're starting to turn around. So it's good stuff. Baseball's looking good. I think it should be a very exciting year. Um, Let's move on real quick to hockey. We have the playoffs starting, I think, tomorrow night. Uh, It's going to be crazy stuff. Uh, Surely, who do you have winning the entire thing? So um, I hate to do this, but I got to go with Tampa Bay just because, like, I feel like this is their year. Um, they have had trouble. They've been choking the past few years in the playoffs. Um, they made the Stanley Cup uh, once against the Blackhawks, losing to them. But um, I think this is their year. Uh, they've been dominant this year. They they almost broke the record for the most uh, most points, and I think this is their year. Ari? You know, a team that a lot of people are sleeping on is the Toronto Maple Leafs. <laughs> um, John Tavares. Exactly, Tavares. Austin, Austin Matthews, the young talent. Mm-hmm. I think people are seeing them. I don't, I'm not sure why. It's just, I think they can go far this year. See what happens. Yeah, that's gonna be crazy. Okay, let's let's do our hot takes real quick. Ari, start with you. Um, hot take is that next year, no, next year in, in March Madness, a five seed is gonna win the championship. Wow. Five or above. That's you like, saw, that you was saw Auburn this year. Yeah, you saw Auburn, and it's giving me, it's giving me, Auburn is inspiring this hot take. Wow. A five or a higher seed is gonna win it next year. Surely. I'm gonna go over five guys from uh, over seven guys. I'll go. We'll be drafted. Seven or more guys will be drafted from last night's game. Wow! Se- wow! Seven or more guys. 
yeah, my hot take, this is not such a big hot take, but um, I think the Heat will pull it out, and they're going to make the playoffs. That's right. I think Detroit will lose one of the two, and Charlotte will lose. I think the Heat will win out and make the playoffs. That's my hot take. Yeah, good fan question here. Um, I like this one. Juju Smith-Schuster with these comments about slam. he's been slamming uh, Antonio Brown for his big ego. Are you, like, what do you think about this? I don't think it's so much right? Juju slamming AB. I think it's AB just having his ego, and then for some reason he's coming back at Juju. You know, in uh, when Juju was at USC playing in college, there was a there was a, a text message or a DM showing of Juju asking Antonio Brown for advice, and that's exactly what Juju said. He said, uh, I, w- I always look up to AB, like, I don't know why he's coming at me, and then Ju- and then AB posted a DM, like, trying to take shots, but he's really just proving Juju's point. And Juju always respected AB, and for, for no reason, AB's coming back at Juju, and for no reason, you know, he's just signed with a new team, new money, like, he's got his own problems now, he's still stuck with the Steelers, that's stuck with the organization for some stupid reason, now he's on the Raiders, I don't think the Raiders like to see that, you know, he's part of a new team now, focus on that team, don't, you, there's no reason to, to to be stuck on social media, stuck with, with uh, all this stupid, stupid stuff, like, for no reason, he's just stuck, he's stuck in the past. Yeah, and I think Juju Smith, Juju Smith-Schuster is going to prove his point this year, as He's going to turn into number one receiver for the Steelers, really make a huge impact. I think his game is going to show what he really is. Yeah, this all started from when the Steelers posted that their their MVP of the year was Juju Smith-Schuster, and then A.B. got pissed about that. So. Right. Anyways, uh, thank you so much for joining us. A little hot take Yeah. Here. is um, Juju will have uh, 100 more yards uh, than, uh, than uh, A.B. A.B. have a much better season, like three, three or four more touchdowns, and... Uh, AB will be a disappointment for the Raiders, and Juju will just be, uh, be uh, outstanding for the Steelers. Wow, good stuff. Okay, thank you so much for joining us over the breakfast table. We'll see you guys back next week.